game begin. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 93 of Dagum Nerds, where we talk, you guessed it, Star Wars stuff. Star Wars. And, and a bunch of random Star Wars stuff. Uh, we go all over the galaxy, and Kevin treats us to a little Star Wars equivalent of what if. What if? And Zach, um, being our resident Star Wars nerd, helps go pretty... I'm relying on you to go pretty dip, deep <laughs> on these. Well, I provide the opening scroll worth of thoughts on plenty of Star Wars topics, so stay tuned. All right, so Kevin, you have yeah, some questions for me. I do. So these are like I kind of super nerd okay. Star Wars questions. I mean, but... who, look who you're talking to, yeah. all right? <laughs> Bring on the questions. But kind of in the vein of if this happened, how might it have changed all of Star Wars. Okay, so we're getting into the kind of <laughs> hypothetical what definitely ifs. definite what ifs, but not as I wouldn't say as extreme as the Marvel what ifs, but maybe. Okay, maybe. But but maybe right. <clears throat> so I I'm, maybe we should. I'll go chronologically, and then okay. for everyone in the world, I'm not the book reader. I'm not the comic book reader when it comes to Star Wars. So this these has are been, this has this been is, thoroughly established. This has been thoroughly established. <laughs> Um, so these are all comfort movies. So if you've seen the movies, all these are based off of the the nine, really the six, because I don't really care for seven, eight, nine. Um, so but with that being said, Zach, what do you think would have happened to the Star Wars universe if Anakin didn't win the pod race? Whoa. Okay, so immediate repercussions don't win the pod race meaning they don't get the immediate money to buy the hyperdrive and they which... don't get anakin <sighs> see i don't know if that would have been the eventual like if that would have been a permanent thing cuz qui-gon had his 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 eyes set like he he had his focus on this boy whose metachlorian count was through the roof right but then so... it becomes a timing thing because anakin helped take out the trade federation so, yeah, depending, I, so depending on the timing, Anakin would not have been in that battle. So, hmm. Yeah, but but again, there there's some like immediate repercussions, but I, I'm I'm thinking long game. So all right, let let's take your point. He wasn't there at the Battle of Naboo. Like Qui-Gon has to wait. Uh it, it sure. did always bother me that like it, so Watto is the only junk dealer in town for sure. the entire you know, for the entire all of Moss Espa, Espa, that's the that's the only junk dealer you're going to go talk to, Qui-Gon. There's not anyone else who will take your money that right. you can talk to. Uh, but yeah, that aside, they don't get their money, so they have to come up with a more creative way to get off planet. Sure. So, so there's a delay. So that then would mean that the blockade <laughs> on Naboo lasts longer, but they needed the queen to make it legitimate. So I, I think it would have just made it a longer stalemate potentially uh, obviously we know that the senate wasn't doing anything uh, but the whole purpose of the stalemate was so that palpatine could push for a vote of no confidence mm-hmm. but palpatine actually i feel like that would have spoiled some of palpatine's plans because he needed oh you know you know what though actually ooh what would have happened is if they were still on Naboo and not immediately leaving, Darth Maul most likely would have assassinated Padme. He would yep. have been successful in assassinating Padme, which if the queen was dead, he You wouldn't would have then... Luke and Leia. <laughs> well, yeah. So not only do you not have Luke... Well, it depends on what level of bodyguard, right? Because... Well, if he... Assa- well, come on. Like, that group of people, they weren't taking out Maul. Well, that that's an important question. Did Palpatine know that she had a body double? Right now, you would make the argument, yes. I mean, he's got such dark side clairvoyance that he could sense that you know she she was a body double. But uh, if if the assassination plot happened, yeah, you instantly don't get Luke and Leia, at least not in the same form, because I mean, Anakin right. could still bear children Fine. with another right. woman, with, but with it's not lady. Luke and Leia. 
Um, man, yeah, there's a lot of cascading effects just with a simple not winning a Just a simple a little race. race. Just a simple little race. No, I mean, there's other ways they could have made money. You know, there's, For sure. There's, there's other ways they could have gotten to it, but that, that one little thing just pushes the timeline out and could and, jack a bunch of stuff up. And, I mean, also think of, like, barrier of it, of to them getting Anakin. I mean, sure. it's Watto. Yes, he won his freedom, but Qui-Gon could have also come back with a bag of cash that he got from the Jedi Temple and right. been like, I will pay what I need to get this boy. Right. So I don't think it would have been the difference between Anakin becoming a Jedi or not, but I do think it would have made a significant difference in Naboo. Um, which would have thrust Palpatine into the limelight sooner. Sure. Um, and uh, obviously Anakin would not have had the confidence boost of having of his, winning his the race famous, and all the things. Now right. this is pod racing up in the, the yeah. you know, Trade yeah. Federation ship blowing up. Little Annie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, interesting question. I think, I think it would – partial like really the the biggest loser is naboo i feel like anakin would still eventually become a jedi um but if not with and and throwing this out there if padme was dead then would anakin have fallen to the dark side at all because he wouldn't have had that same level of attachment now granted his mom would die presumably in the same way unless unless if you recall, when Qui-Gon won that uh, that chance roll, you know, the, the dice game, yeah. he, he was Quote like, won. he was like, I-, I want the boy and his mother. And then, you know, no part is worth two slaves, not right. by a long shot. If he had had time to come back with a fistful of money, maybe he would have bought him right. and his mom. And then Especially maybe after Annie just lost the race, so Walter's emotions are higher and mad at him. Just yes. get this kid out of here. I'll take what I can take. Yeah, take, take the get. kid and his mom. Like, I, yeah, I'll, I'll cut my losses. So maybe the argument could be made that the universe would have been saved had he lost the race. Had he lost the race. The the rise of the Empire is all due to the fact that Sebulba could not blow up Anakin's engine. Anakin's With his freaking flamethrower. He had a flamethrower. He couldn't yeah. even use it right. He's those tiny hands or feet. Whatever they were. For Appendages. Sebulba. Appendages parts. His, his feet with opposable thumbs. <laughs> yeah. So then a dug. Next, a yeah, dug. A dig dug. So next chronologically. Well, wait. wait it, do you yeah. have any thoughts? It's, I know it's your question, but. No, it's but, my question. But that, that's. I was more thinking to. I was more thinking about the Trade Federation, about him not even. I didn't extrapolate it that far, for sure, as you just did super quickly, <laughs> not knowing <laughs> these questions. <laughs> But yeah, it is interesting to think about that simple little race that could have stopped everything from happening before it even started. I mean, a Tuscan Raider shot. If the Tuscan Raiders right. had shot Anakin's pod and mm-hmm. not the uh, the other guy, uh, then all of it could have changed. I mean, all it's the it butterfly effect, right? That, quick, that quickly. <laughs> it's, it's the womp rat effect. If one womp rat coughs in Tatooine what is the repercussions around the galaxy and so the next question revolves around probably my favorite Jedi um, that I've seen on screen is it Um, Mace Windu no Uh, wait I I need two more guesses two more guesses uh, two there's not that many favorite Jedi that you've seen on screen Uh, is it Qui-Gon it's Qui-Gon yeah it's Qui-Gon Okay. So so I just watched an interesting fan theory about Qui-Gon when he's sort of resting in the fight with Maul. If he hadn't died, he'd have been quite here. Right, he would have been quite here. <laughs> Around um, so this isn't what the question's so about, but this the fan theory was interesting in that so when that little laser wall comes up and he sort of starts meditating. Yeah. The theory is that he could actually see into the that he actually sees into the future. Oh, he has a Doctor Strange kind of moment and realizes right. that he and has sees to that, die that he order. has to die in order for all these things to happen, um, which is why it was so easy. However, my thought is more around: what if Qui Gon wins that fight with Maul, with or without Obi Wan's help? Ooh, and he trains Anakin. And he trains Anakin. Yeah, I listen. I think that if Qui Gon is training an Anakin, whereas I don't think, uh, I, like I, 
I think it completely alters the course of Anakin's life and the <laughs> galaxy because Qui-Gon was a maverick. I mean, uh -huh. Obi-Wan even says, you know, why must you go against the will of the council, Master? Not yeah. again. I mean, so you've right. got someone with a Jedi master's level grasp who should be on of the, the who, force. Who should be on the council. Yeah, who's, who's, who's denied it voluntarily several sure. times um, because he just doesn't want to be part of that bureaucracy, mm -hmm. uh, even if it's within his own order. And I think uh, that's why I like him so much. Oh, yeah, listen. I Just that my, little element alone. I I, I will say, I was I, I like Star Wars well enough. My mom made me hmm. watch the uh, the VHSs, and sure. I mean, I'll readily admit when you're six and you're like Jurassic Park is your idea of a perfect movie, and then sure. so, and then your mom is like, oh, I want to show you this this older film because mm -hmm. it just got re released on VHS. Like, right. I thought Star Wars was cool and all, but it didn't have any dinosaurs in it, so it wasn't nearly as cool as Jurassic Park. Right. But then, funnily enough, uh, one of the people on Discord, T. Ryden, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give him a shout-out here. He actually recommended this book series to me. It was the Jedi Apprentice series. So, okay. T. Ryden, if you're listening, I have to thank you for catapulting me into the depth of the Star Wars fandom that I now enjoy today. Because it was through reading the Jedi Apprentice series, which which follows Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon's relationship. Okay. And how like, old were you then? I was, let's see, so that would have been uh, 2000, so I was nine. Okay. And, I, the reason I ask is Maximilian is a hardcore reader, and I'm trying to find out what sort of Listen, thing I want to introduce to him. He's if, seven. If if you would like the entire collection of the Jedi Apprentice <laughs> books, I will happily give it to the next youngling generation. Because um, okay. they're really fun books. I mean, not canon anymore, unfortunately. Sure, but... But, but you start with Obi-Wan as, uh, like, not even a Padawan. He's he's a trainee at, okay. at the, uh, you know, a youngling at the Jedi Temple, and funnily enough, actually doesn't get chosen by Qui-Gon. Uh, hmm. Like, the, basically, the all of the different youngling initiates have to do tryouts in front of the masters. Sure. Like, like, it's almost <laughs> like in baseball where you, you've got the, the talent scouts and sure. you know, you're hoping to get recruited. Um, what happens if a youngling doesn't get picked? Are they just like, they get, later, they get Well, they get sent to the agricultural corps. And they go around the galaxy, basically like planting crops and doing peace things, but but okay. not but not as like hardcore force users. So sure. so I mean it it's More definitely like force, force sensitive kind of. Yeah, leaders. you're force sensitive, but but you're almost like the Peace Corps, uh, mm -hmm. like in real life. Like you would be part of the Peace Corps, but I, I think it's called the Ag Agro Corps. Okay. Um, it's, oh, uh, listen, everyone <laughs> realizes that it's like, oh man, you you didn't make it, so so mm -hmm. you get to go uh, do the. Uh, the dirty or not the dirty work, but just like the grunt jobs all around the right. galaxy when you could have been a freaking Jedi, uh, a freaking Jedi. Um, right. So he actually doesn't get selected by Qui-Gon and basically gets relegated to the agro core. And then through a crazy series of events ends up uh, crossing paths with Qui-Gon uh, impresses him through different feats that he does. And sure. then retroactively gets accepted as Qui-Gon's Padawan. And how old is he at that point? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? Well, I mean, he'd be like anyone uh, trying out for Padawan ship. So it's almost like the Harry Potter to where... Okay, I like mean, 10, 11. You're, yeah, you're 10, 11, 12, kind of that okay. age range. Okay. And uh, interestingly, the reason Qui-Gon was hesitant to take on a new Padawan ever again was because his former Padawan, Xanatos, had actually fallen to the dark side. Which brings up the question, you know, I said, oh, man, if Qui-Gon had uh, trained Anakin, you know, he wouldn't have fallen. He would have been right. a much better counterbalance to Anakin. Uh, you know, that being said, original canon, Qui-Gon's former apprentice did go to the dark side. And yeah. it, it was a big deal. Um, and, and that was because, partially, Qui-Gon also had a love interest. And Qui-Gon actually uh, never, like officially and permanently fell, but temporarily fell to the dark side because of his own love interest. Yeah. So interesting that, uh, and I mean, I don't know when they were writing the book series, if they yeah, had man. all of Anakin and Padme's relationship fleshed out at that point. Uh, Jude, Jude Watson, uh, the, the Jude author, 
Okay. Yep, the the author of the series. But uh, anyway, fantastic read. Can't recommend it enough. And I I would still say that had Qui Gon trained Anakin, very different outcome. Okay. It would have been interesting to see as they grew up because obviously Qui Gon and Obi Wan would still have a great relationship. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, Qui Gon <laughs> told him basically like, "Hey, you're ready for the trials. Like my work here yeah. is done." You know, he, he was starting to treat Obi Wan as a peer. As a peer, yeah. And I, I think the reason Anakin would not have turned out the way he did is while Obi Wan and Anakin became great friends. Mm -hmm. Anakin almost had that like uh, kid who grows up under really strict parents and then goes off on his own and becomes a wild sure. child in college. Yeah. I kind of felt like that was the Anakin Obi-Wan dynamic because Obi-Wan was such a rule abider play mm -hmm. by the playbook that, you know, no wonder Anakin went off the deep end sure. and became a dark side, you know, Darth Vader. Whereas if I think Qui-Gon would have encouraged that the kind of towing the line the looseness, right. and been able to channel it. And, right. uh, you know, so, so he would have encouraged it, but then help him channel it. And yeah. so I, I think that would have resulted in not only a way more powerful Anakin, because right. let's face it, if Anakin not got his arms and legs chopped off, he would have become more powerful than Palpatine. I mean, Palpatine oh, sure. even sensed it. I mean, like in his fight with Yoda, Palpatine goes like, my apprentice will be more powerful than either of us. Like yeah. he, he even knew he that, knew. Yeah. that this chosen one this concentration of the force was greater than either of them right uh, but then when he becomes more machine now than man twisted and evil yeah. you know he he while he remains powerful he doesn't quite become that apex force user that he could have been so here's another you know little crazy thing so let's assume that happens for this next little bit of the conversation so qui-gon beats maul qui-gon starts to train Anakin. Anakin grows up and still falls in love and still has Luke and Leia. Mm -hmm. So you have Luke and Leia. But at this point, Qui-Gon's still alive and Obi-Wan's still alive. So who would you rather train? Who? If Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Qui are, are the masters, are the masters, you, then you have Luke mm -hmm. and Leia. Who would you rather have? How would you pair them? Like, like... Qui-Gon like trains who would be Leia or, like or Obi-Wan trains yeah. Luke, like that kind of thing? That kind of thing. Huh. Well, see, I don't even know if Obi-Wan would be in the picture at this point because Anakin, I feel like— Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon? Well, Obi-Wan because if Qui-Gon is still alive, then he trained Anakin. Right. Obi-Wan is a Jedi, probably still a Jedi master. I mean, very, very right. skilled, deserving of receiving the, the rank. But, I mean, I don't know if he would have had any significance to Anakin other, other than being there when they discovered him. Like, right. I, I would wonder if there would be a completely different Jedi who would instead – because you also have to think, all right, so if Qui-Gon is training Anakin, do the Clone Wars still happen? And if the Clone Wars – and let's say the Clone Wars don't happen. Okay. Um, then does that mean that Anakin doesn't have Ahsoka assigned to him as an apprentice? Does Obi-Wan? Yeah, I will. I mean, does, yeah, does Obi-Wan train someone Ahsoka else? Because does Obi-Wan train Ahsoka? Yeah, because like, Qui-Gon oh, has Anakin at that point. Right. There, There's all sorts <laughs> of ways. I mean, I mean, does, does Obi-Wan train Barriss Afi, who, who also, you know, betrayed Ahsoka and went to the dark side. So, I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of. I don't know. Again, of, books. Right. Yeah, well, she is in the uh, the television show. She's in the television which, show, and which, I've seen that, right? So you know it. You know, the, there's all sorts of again the the womp rat effect. You sure. Know, one little change. Now change. back to the theory. I won't. I wouldn't say that Qui Gon had the same kind of Doctor Strange experience to where he saw sure. all the way down down the, that part down the line the, right. the the Force rabbit hole, but but perhaps. He did at least see his own death, saw that in some mysterious way it was in alignment with the will of the Force, sure. and was okay with it. Right. But, but uh, it, I don't think that is what was happening. I, I think I think Qui Gon was being the the apex Force user that he was was yeah. having that inner peace. He truly was meditating even in the middle of combat. Right. 
Okay. So next is the big boy question. Okay, bring it on. So this is in episode three. Episode what if three. Palpatine beat Yoda? Like well, what if well, he so, fight- so, so so when you say beat Yoda, like killed Yoda, killed him, killed Yoda in that fight. Because the argument can be made that he did beat Yoda. Right. Uh, I mean, even Yoda was like, you know, failed. I have. Um, yeah. So Feeble so the screen guy. I mean, you know, technically gravity beat Yoda, uh, <laughs> but but okay, killed Yoda. Killed Yoda. Man. So if Palpatine kills Yoda, then one thing that happens is Bail Organa has to like basically go like, all right, peace. Yoda never right. came back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke never gets trained. Luke, well, never gets trained by Yoda. Right. Because the argument could be made if 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 Ben if Obi Wan knew that he was the only only one Jedi left, he wouldn't have. Right. Would he have allowed himself to get beaten by Vader, or, or sure. would he have put up more of a fight to make sure, like, <laughs> no, I've got to stay alive to train this kid. Right. Like, like there is no backup. Um, right. So maybe that would have changed that decision. But uh, the probably the biggest thing, though, is that without Yoda, Obi-Wan does not learn how to commune with Qui-Gon. And, oh, yeah. and that is something that I am really looking forward to in the Obi-Wan show. I think and it's going to happen. I really hope it's not a tease. I think because it's part of me is like, oh my gosh, are they going to turn canon on its head and make it to where like Yoda held out this carrot, but yet Qui Gon never actually communed with Obi Wan, <laughs> like right. like like Force Ghost ghosts mm-hmm. Obi Wan. <laughs> sure, I do think so. The Obi Wan series, I do think we'll have uh, maybe two to three minute. There's Qui-Gon gotta Force be. Ghost. There's gotta be because I mean, in their their like basically love letter to the prequel <laughs> trilogy recap. Right. Uh, which which for me was actually which, which for are... me was really special because uh, to my shame, I did not realize that Meredith had never seen Revenge of the Sith. Oh really? Not in its entirety. She said that she remembers watching bits and pieces, but never like sat down and watched. Never watched it end to end. And I thought I had made it like a prerequisite before we got married that we would watch all of the currently released. Yes, yeah, I remember films you talking together, about that. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember what happened. We watched episode two, and I just remember thinking, wow, that was worse than what I remembered. Now, sure. I love it as a Star Wars movie, but, I mean, just <laughs> like, you know, the just dialogue, a- the pacing. Sure. Like, it's just – it's so bad in some points. Like, yeah. like even – like, I, I am not a prequel hater, but I will be the first to admit, like, yeah, not the strongest in the realm of acting and scripting for sure. Sure. Um, you know, first movie shot completely on digital, like give it some, give it some, right. Give it some, some credit. Right. Uh, but I, I realized that I was like so crestfallen after watching that, that I think we, we never got around to finishing revenge of the Sith. Cause sure. I want to say she had said like, Oh yeah, I've seen it before. But then she clarified by seeing it. She had just watched bits and pieces. She's so seen parts of it. Right. We, we actually, when I found that out, I was torn cause it was, the, it was the, you know, Friday night. And I wanted to watch Obi Wan, but once I found out she hadn't seen Revenge of the Sith, I'm like, oh, that's like oh. required viewing though to understand what's about to happen. Right. And then lo and behold, they had this, you know, three minute recap, which I think was done really well. That recap, extremely well. Yeah. I mean, if, if Disney has done nothing else, they know how to do hype. Like right. the, their trailer game and recap game, on point. Uh, now if they could so, just get consistent yeah. with the rest of the storytelling. So something random. I did okay, random yeah. research today. Quick Love research. Love me some random research. And this is quick, quick random research around Star quick. Wars specifically. Okay. So I did ballpark math of the run times. Okay. The 11 live action movies. Okay. Versus the series, the live action series. So Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Book of Boba, and Obi-Wan. The 11 films runtime is in the ballpark of just north of 25 hours. Wow. So does that, does that does that mean that the TV shows almost so the, exceed them? So the TV shows, that number is going to be higher than this, but I ballparked it again quick. 
at 40 minutes an episode. Some okay. are under, most are over. Okay. Um, and that takes those three series, once Obi-1 is complete, to ballpark 24 and a half hours. So I think if you did actual math, wow. we have more TV series, live action of Star Wars than films of Star Wars. Well, I mean, in, in you know, you talk TV shows. If you take into account the Clone Wars and Rebels series, and then, mm-hmm. you know, Resistance, yeah. which shall not be named, then it, it the the movies have long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, been outpaced sure. by by the TV series. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean that's that's what has given Star Wars legs is that that continual content, and right. I, I I will say while it first annoyed me when Kathleen Kennedy came out with like this revelation that they said yeah we're gonna de-emphasize telling these stories as trilogies and just really focus <laughs> on consistent storytelling. Right. The first time I heard that I was like what a freaking cop out. I mean that's like <laughs> that. That senior who fails his final exam and goes, I'm going to take a gap year because I realize this is what I actually want to do. I'm like, no, you failed your final. Like, that's why right. you're taking a gap year. Sure. And so I kind of felt when they, like, had this revelation, I'm like, okay, just because you made some crappy movies doesn't mean you shouldn't try again. But right. but now I'm thinking, though, and I'm like, you know, maybe it is about consistently releasing content. Like, that's how you mm-hmm. give the series legs. Because while there was a huge gap between uh, – Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace from the start of Phantom Menace till now. Right. I mean, when you take into account, like the Clone Wars series came out like a a year and some change after Revenge of the Sith. And then after that you had rebels and then Disney buy star Wars. And like, you've had star Wars every single year. I begin to think like, actually, no, you got a point there. That's how you keep it generational is you just have Mm -hmm. these little trickles just every little bit. Every and so, and, yeah. So it's so interesting. Like as you were saying that, I'm thinking through. Okay, what would it look like now? Let's say once Obi Wan's complete, to rewatch things chronologically. So I'm going to throw out seven, eight, and nine for this conversation. Thank you. Which then that. also means you're throwing out. Resistance. You're kind of throwing out which. Well, is well awesome. I'm talking about I'm talking about live action. So you're kind of throwing out Mandalorian, and you're kind of throwing out book and. Book of Boba. Yeah, but those happen so immediately after Revenge or Return of the Jedi that I feel right. like it, it it would they, be a spiritual right. successor to it, it's actually way more fitting in the original trilogy than it is the pre the the sequel right. trilogy. So 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 just follow me for a second. So Rogue follow. One, whether you love it or hate it, very significant and very cool things that happen. Oh yeah. Um Obi Wan, great gap filler well. Han Solo, don't let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, but I, I'd be very curious on like an Obi esque Rogue One esque series to fill the gaps between six and seven. Because hmm. Book of Boba okay. and and Book of Boba and Mandalorian don't really do that. They're very much side story Western. Well, it, it's cr- it's creating the Filoni verse is what it's doing. Right. Like I realize that they are moving to their own crossover event which is basically the Rebels cast reuniting. Because I, I know you didn't uh, right. you didn't Which I'm, watch... but I'm, and, I'm, and I'm great with that. But as bad as 7, 8, and 9 were, give me some good content to make me care and fill some gaps and plug some holes. Yeah, well, uh, or have a completely different outcome. Because, right. you know, you have 30 years to work with. Like, it's the <laughs> largest gap between any Star Wars film. And, you know... Partially, they did that to justify the ages of Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and you know sure. Harrison Ford. Uh, but I mean, in thirty, and I also thought I'm like, okay, thirty years is a really safe time period to be like, we'll do whatever we want because it's been thirty right. years. Uh, but I mean, don't have the first order, like mm-hmm. have the Imperial Remnant. Heck, have have the Chiss Ascendancy come in and cause some new problems. Sure. Like, don't just do the Empire 2.0. Like, right. like, give us a new chapter in the galaxy. Right. Um, I mean, I, the, the EU, the original EU, tried that with the Yuzhong Vong invasion, which to me, I will say, was a little bit... It, I've never been able to quite put my finger on it, but it just... It never felt exactly like it belonged in Star Wars, because the Yuzhong Vong were like this biological entity that would assimilate with other sentient beings. That sounds like an organic version of the Borg. 
No, see, that was it. Is it felt like it was Star Trek mm-hmm. masquerading as Star Wars? Because sure. it, it really was. I mean, that, that's that's actually a really simple way to put it. It was it was a biological equivalent to the Borg, because mm-hmm. um, everything got assimilated. They would literally take random body parts from different things that they took over to add it to their collective hull. Um, like so, they oh. look like. Uh, um... Zipper and Gadgets Kids. Yes. <laughs> a terrifying version of that. Um, and uh, so, so I mean, they experimented with, all right, so what does a threat from outside the galaxy look like? Sure. And, and then I think they, they realized, like, <laughs> uh, okay, The galaxy's yeah. so big, you don't need outside the galaxy Right, stuff. exactly. And also, it's like, yeah, it, this does kind of just feel like we took a, a feather out of the, the Star <laughs> Trek cap. Sure. Um, and so then the next kind of round was more on, all right, the uh, – the, the Rebel Alliance establishes the New Republic, but mm-hmm. now there's cracks within the New Republic. And, right. and, and it wasn't exactly the you know Empire 2.0, because again, mm-hmm. you had two factions who each thought they were doing the right thing. Like it wasn't right. a like, all right, here's something clearly evil. Like, unless you're just those people <laughs> at Dragon Con, no one is like, the Empire sure. has it right. <laughs> um, right. Whereas in, in the next one, it was kind of like, no, you, you have these two factions that both have good points. They're just on either sides of an extreme and don't compromise, and it kind of creates a civil war. Sure. Um, and, and that, I felt, was a much more enjoyable EU series. EU series, for sure. So I, I absolutely agree that I'm like, you know what, Disney, why don't you just call a spade a spade? I know you've put in a lot of infrastructure in your parks because I will say mm-hmm. the reason why I don't think the sequels will ever go away is because, I mean – Batu is literally meant to be all right. Here's the events that happen in between sure. episode. I want to say it's eight and nine. Okay. Um, so I mean, you know that they, they they'd have to completely redo all this infrastructure they put in place. Right. Um, I mean, not to mention you know Galaxy Cruise has Ray and Kylo come on board. So you yeah. know, after the massive investment they've put into that, I doubt and we're going to see it anytime they're not soon. See it. Right. But I would love for them to, at some point, <laughs> Thanos snap their own cannon <laughs> and go, "All right, let's give <laughs> you a new trilogy." Thanos snap. The uh, Star Trek movies, ironically, did that in a very good way as well. <clears throat> well, and and they've actually got the the in universe vehicle by which to do it. So uh, I'm I'm already blanking on the name, but in Rebels. Ezra basically goes into the realm of the force and okay. in it are doorways to basically different realities based off of kind of the earlier questions sure. you were asking. If like this had happened, here's this new reality, here's this new thing. And so a lot of people initially had the, the theories that that's, what's going to be happening in the Ahsoka series is I hope not. Well, and, and to me, <laughs> I almost feel like, like as much as I love Loki, mm. I do feel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is getting weaker as oh, they venture sure. into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to say, let Marvel de- mess it up. Decisions now have no consequences. Right. When, when you're like, okay, well, we can just pull this person from this universe. And, and I think the real reason why, like, I think the real reason they're venturing into the multiverse is money. Um, I think it's an easy way to introduce Fantastic Four and X-Men, and I also think it's an easy way for Sony to have the Sony-verse and give them Tom Holland, and yeah. give Marvel Tom Holland. It's a money grab. There's no reason to money yep. grab in Star Wars because you own everything. Yeah, you want, and you literally already have a galaxy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand, and, and, I mean, you have also a galaxy in the MCU, but, I mean, everything is pretty Earth-centric. You know, I well, mean, and, well, and Mandalorian proved that people, you don't, as long as you have a good story and good character based around your galaxy, I don't care if they're in the tree, in any of the movies. Oh yeah, and you don't even need a lightsaber. Like right. uh, like uh, one of the staples of Star Wars movies is that there's always at least one lightsaber. I mean, right. Solo got it in in the 11th hour with their very confusing to anyone who didn't watch the TV show appearance of Maul at the end. So they <laughs> barely fit it in to accomplish the rule of there must always be a lightsaber. Right. Um, but I mean, Mandalorian, that was jettisoned. Like, you can have an amazing <laughs> story and never see a lightsaber. Of yep. course, you know, Luke had his famous Hall scene in the end, which. Well, that was one season the, two, though. And season that was one. season two. Yeah, season one, all you saw was the Darksaber at the very end. And you didn't really see it, right? Yeah. Like you it, did, but you didn't, right? Yeah. And even then, it's not technically a lightsaber, it's a Darksaber, slightly different. Which is whatever that means, right? But uh, Okay, so, so what if Anakin beat Obi Wan? 
in that last. So um, that's actually really funny because if anyone played the episode three movie to video game adaptation, you can actually do that to where right. you can choose on Mustafar whether you play as Obi-Wan and beat Anakin, in which case, you know, the final cinematics or the regular story. Sure. Or you can choose to play as Anakin and you beat Obi-Wan. And basically okay. what happens is uh, he successfully does that flip and, like, stabs Obi-Wan, like, right in the chest. And Obi-Wan mm. falls, in, like, straight into the lava. Like, he doesn't land mm. on the edge and burn. Like, Obi-Wan just gets sure. kicked right into the lava and becomes, uh, you know, fiery Obi-Wan, extra crispy. <laughs> then what happens is Palpatine sensed that Anakin was in trouble, so he's already on his way to Mustafar. Mm. But now Anakin meets him at the landing pad. The Emperor comes down the ramp and was like, ah, oh, you've done well, my apprentice. You. And then Anakin just stabs Palpatine right through the chest. And then Anakin basically turns to the Imperial Guards and like, bow to the Onu Emperor. And basically takes over the universe and becomes the most powerful Force user ever. And okay. I think that's what would happen. Okay, um, so I had a different, a little bit different take. So yes, that's one way to go. I think another way would have gone. Like I don't know how Anakin at that point didn't know that his wife was like eight months pregnant, <laughs> nine months pregnant. Oh no no he he <laughs> he knew she was he pregnant. Knew. Okay yeah that's right. Yeah like that happens um, earlier in the movie. Like she's hiding behind the column and then was like, Annie something wonderful has happened. I'm pregnant. So he knew. That's right that's right. I I kind of feel like he would have gone back and seen Padme, like basically killed his best friend. Gone back and seen Padme, try to bring her back to life or get get her help, watch the kids get delivered, and then say, "Man, I screwed up." Well, I, I at the same time, once you've tasted that level of the dark side, I I think what would have happened is he would have kept Padme alive. I think he would have basically gone dark side crazy, being convinced that Padme had been brainwashed by the Jedi. And mm-hmm. so he would basically keep her as a prisoner until he could figure out how to fix her. And then he would have raised Luke and Leia as like yes. his his underlings. And right. so you would have had this unstoppable trifecta of Anakin, Luke, and Leia all okay. as all as dark side force users keeping the peace. Okay. Well, you know, or, keeping well, whatever, the, the air quotes pe- keeping the order. As Whatever it were. That means. Yeah. But so uh, that, just spawned, that just spawned a thought, the way that, that trifecta. You know what would be fun? And it, it would be very kind of Seven Samurais esque, bringing it back. You already have me on board. Love that movie. I would love to see a in between, I guess it would be six and seven again to help bridge that gap, a series of the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Well,. Did you Because they, they were not they was, were not handled. They were not handled I, like well. I was so excited. Like again, I thought JJ set up a lot of great questions in mm-hmm. episode seven. Like as much as much flack as that movie takes because people say it was just episode four, but in two thousand you know, in the two thousand teen technology, and I'm like, right. that's fine. You're reintroducing what's a right. great story to mm-hmm. a new generation. Like I'll give you one pass. Um, but he's a good starter he's not a good finisher yep and that has been proven Um, so uh, yeah I thought the Knights of Ren was a lot more interesting and it kind of seems like they're kind of retconning uh, a similar story because the whole everyone thought like okay the Knights of Ren are the Jedi apprentices that he didn't kill sure and you know they basically became this wild child posse of not like Sith, a Jedi version but, of the bad batch kind of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but more like a, a dark side using biker gang. Right. Um, so yeah, having a like, all right, how do you have all, you know, maybe it is seven. I don't know the exact number is the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. but maybe you have these, you know, seven dark side Mavericks. How do they gel as a team? Right. And and are each one have like their own individual traits and strengths and how does that manifest? How, how does that manifest? And, and I was saying they things. they uh, it, they're retconning this by, you know, the opening scene in Obi Wan is those younglings 
so, <laughs> somehow escaping from the Jedi Temple, even though every right. single everyone else gets out just fine. Um, but <laughs> it, it at least gives the Inquisitors some background story instead of just, oh, here's some random Force users that were trained in the dark side and don't ask questions. They're cool looking. Right. Um, right. So that's so another I, crazy thing that I thought around Reva going back to Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah? And ties into sort of my, my other question. Now, real quick before we go on. <laughs> yeah. I really like Reva. I know there's a lot of hate going on out there, and I will readily admit this. Am I saying best acting job ever done? No. But She's the Star Wars equivalent having, of that lady from Chippendale's restaurant. How, how dare you? She is so <laughs> much better than that gal from Chippendale. Listen, after having just come off Chippendale... She's she's at least a seven out of ten, whereas Chip and Dale Ooh. gal, I I would give like a three out of ten. I, don't know. I mean, I don't it, know. it was like fresh out of acting class kind of performance. I don't know. Uh, I listen. I I I I am I am Team Reva. I I think she has done a much better job than people give credit for. Now, is it inspired? No, I'm not no. making that claim. Yeah. Star Wars has never been known for inspired acting, but as a character. Right. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So so talking. And, about and I say this more, having not said I, I've not seen episode three yet of Obi Wan. I've so. not seen episode three yet either because I watch it with my wife. We watch it on Friday nights. Yeah. Dang see, I Wednesday, thought it, dang I, you Wednesday I, releases right. Well, see, I'm I'm upset now because I was like, sweet Friday releases again. This is great <laughs> because now I have a natural into the week. I have a yeah. natural like movie night with the wife, and I don't have to worry about spoilers. Now, with a Wednesday release, I'm like, crap. So how do I fit this in? Because well, I will I commit don't... to you to not watching it till Fridays. So at least you and I can go. Sp- well, you and I can commit. To, well, you and I can commit to that, Kevin. But the internet's not. Dude, I it, totally dropped off social media months ago. So for me, I'm like, whatever. It's not social media for me, man. It's my news apps. Like the problem uh, okay. is that the the like I use uh, the news app. I use this Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard's like, pretty cool. Like it gets it gets more intelligent the more you use it as far as like preference. And so right. it knows I love Star Wars. So I mean, I'll just be flipping through and then I'll just see a thumbnail and I'm like, crap. So sure. it, to me, it's not social media. It's just the internet of things. Yeah. Like it's just that that's what gets me. So so here's it. So I w- I think I would like Reba more if at the end of episode two. And this is sort of the Inquisitor's problem as well. Like they should have had a, a duel at the end of that. It shouldn't have been like, "Thanks, lady, I'm gonna go get him." Um, he should have been like, "What the heck, lady? I'm like, I gave you your last chance. Let I need yeah. to kill you now." Yeah, they 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 should have actually had a fight. And I fight. think the reason they didn't is because it, they they already knew <laughs> that fans were gonna have to sus- suspend disbelief that the Grand Inquisitor gets stabbed, uh, mm-hmm. because. Like I will say, I've got a big question mark for me because we we know from Rebels that he survives, but now I'm going like, or is you know, it that- I have no idea about this. So for me, again, well, but, I don't but, watch the cartoons, the, I don't read books. Like for me, it's like this: Does he survive, or is that a different Grand Inquisitor? Is Grand Inquisitor not a person, a but a but a title? Hmm. And so you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, he doesn't quite look like him, but I'm like. Yeah, maybe he, maybe that dude is stone cold dead, and there's a right. different person, right. and, and like it's it's a mantle, not a person that you. Because they do on. have like sister. She's yeah, like the third sister. She, she's the, the third sister. So I I will say my biggest thing is that I felt like she should have had a little bit more level of success. Like I didn't sure. like that Obi Wan and Leia just kind of made a clean escape. Because part yeah. of me was like, all right, so you've locked down the port. You obviously have some Imperial presence in space. Right. How is your plan foiled by a single cargo crate, a right. cargo freighter leaving? Like, wouldn't you right. just say, shoot it down? Like, right. how, how does this foil your plans? Right. Uh, like, you yes. clearly see it leaving. It's not like it, it flew into a group and you lost sight of it. Like, it's a single cargo freighter right. leaving airspace. Like, just... Stop it! Just stop it. <laughs> Tractor beam, right? Anyone? Or follow it, or just follow or follow it. it. Yeah, just follow throw, it. Throw a transponder on. Like, right. there's so many other things that could have happened. Then you can't go away, everyone. Like, so right. I mean, like, <sighs> so can, Reva. Can, going back to Reva. Yeah. So, do I get up my? I don't think she's actually work. Yes, she was a youngling that was in the temple. That's why she knows Vader's Anakin. But I don't think she's doing this for Vader. 
Oh, really? You think it's it's way more personal? Well, I th- yes, and I think. Um, well, have you have you heard the? I think Maul. That- I think I think they're going to bring Maul back, and I think Maul is pointing her in the direction. Hmm. Well, I've heard the theories that she's related to Mace Windu, that she mm-hmm. was like a secret love child of Mace Windu, and so she's she's she blames Obi Wan for the eventual death of of Mace. Mace. I, I think that's a little too far out there. Um, uh, I did. I was scratching my head. I even turned over to Meredith and be like, "Okay, this is canon breaking that she would know that Anakin was Darth Vader." Um, right. So the the best the best theory I can have is that um, she she has access to that because she was like hand tapped by Palpatine, and that she's meant to basically be a like thorn in the side to Anakin. Um, so because okay. I mean the whole thing about the Sith is competition to push him to push him. Yep, yep. So I feel like. He would drop this bug into her ear very intentionally so that it could make its way back to Anakin and then he has to clean up the mess. Yeah. So like Cuz then he could say going back to the Mace theory, like Palpatine killed Mace, he could easily say I was there. Yeah. Anakin yeah. killed him. And yeah. in a sense Anakin did. Uh- <laughs> yeah, well I mean, you know, ba- basically while he wasn't the one who pulled the trigger, he was the one who made him defenseless so that right. you know, he was the one that took away the body armor. <laughs> right. In this in this instance, so in the body weird, armor being both of like, his hands. Star Star Wars perspective y things. Like, yeah, you could make that you could you could get there. You you could get there, but I feel like Disney already caught enough flack of what does everyone in the series have to be related with Ray eventually being a Palpatine? So I right. I feel like they're not gonna make that same I won't say mistake because I really liked Ray being a Palpatine, but I, I right. don't think they're going to have just that same. All right, well, we got to make everyone a child of someone. And so they right. just <laughs> I, I also feel like it would be uh, as much as Disney is going by di- for diversity. I'm like, all right, so you have one other black force user and then obviously she's the daughter of Mace. <laughs> like, right. OK, there's no other options. Um, right. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not buying into the whole Mace Windu daughter theory. Yeah. Who knows? Who care? Like, yeah, I just hope that she gets better. I, I, and I, again, we're two episodes in. Right. Like, and I, I'm not disagreeing with and, that. And for all the people who, who have those hate out there, like, remember how annoying Agent Callus was at the beginning of Rebels? Like, like he was the most incompetent, one-note Betsy of a character, and then he got better over right. time. Uh, now they've only got six episodes, and that's assuming she survives in all six. Yeah, um, McGregor's carrying this, anyways. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Which, as he I mean, should. Listen, I really after... hope Leia's not in. Ever, I, I'm like, I hope Leia's done after this next episode. Really, young Leia was too annoying for you. <laughs> well, a she's a little bit too annoying. Yes. Um, there, there was a point where Meredith leaned over to me and was like, "I would spank this child into yeah. yesterday." <laughs> but. But it it's very it's almost too parallel to the Man- Mando and Grogu's relationship. Hmm. Like okay, so you've got you know powerful person taking care of young innocent. Well, yeah. I will say the difference here is like Leia is very clearly made to be her own force to be reckoned with. Oh, for sure. Um, no, no, I, I will no say I I was totally like. And I can't remember if we even predicted this in our uh, Obi-Wan expectations, but I remember we were like, okay, what could possibly take Obi-Wan off of guarding Luke duty? Yeah, and, was... and I told Meredith, I'm like, listen, th- this is the perfect motivation mm-hmm. because like, this would be the only thing that would take right. him away from his duty of watching Luke. Of watching yep. So what I wish they had done is not given so much backstory to Leia. Like, we know who Princess Leia is. If right. Bale had just shown up and been like, my daughter has been captured, I need your help. Right. Then I would almost like that mystery of like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to see young Leia. And now, that I mean, chase scene to when they kidnapped her, dude, oh, that was, was so weak. Awful. But it was still better than the biker chase scene in oh. Boba Fett. Almost anything is better than the yeah. geriatric chair speeder chase yeah. in Book of Boba. <laughs> that was so awful. Oh yeah. man! Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm ready to not see Leia. Not that's not to say I want to see Luke. 
because um, I do like that defending from a distance. I would more want to see like, man, this kid had a lot of junk thrown at him, um, and he never knew. Yeah, and I mean, even, I I yeah. almost like, I like that we've not heard him speak because I like, I, and I, I don't will want fully to. admit, I fully admit, I I straight up fanboy cried the moment I saw the um, the T fourteen toy that uh, <laughs> that Obi Wan had because I knew Love exactly him. what was going to happen. I was like, oh my gosh, he's buying him this toy, and that's the same thing that Luke has in Episode four. Like he's gonna grow up with this toy, and it's gonna help expand his view of the universe. Like, yeah. like I was like, that's so beautiful. Not only as a tie-in, but just a like, yeah, Obi Wan is the the protector from a distance. Like he doesn't right. have to interact with Luke. I don't want to hear young Luke talk, and I, and I don't want to either. Yeah, like um, like it just keeps this. It almost keeps it as Obi Wan's perspective because Obi Wan right. can't hear him in the same way. Right. You know, it's it's from a distance. So we, as the audience, observe it from a distance. Yeah, and I don't want to see, but just the same, I don't want to see Leia anymore. Um, but I get they had to build that relationship to tie in that plot hole. Um, I've heard rumors that there's at least two Vader fights, Obi Wan Vader fights. Oh, two. Well, I mean, I know two. that. There, there's one that you know Kathleen Kennedy has said is going to be the the fight to end all fights. Right. Um, because I do think, based off of what we know in four, that I think Obi Wan kind of has to fight him and fake, fake his death. Oh yeah, I mean that that's my prediction is that he's this time instead of uh, like in, in a poetic irony, instead of Obi Wan thinking that he's beat beating Anakin and leaving him for dead mm-hmm. Obi-Wan will allow Anakin to feel like he's beaten him, Beat him. and leave and left, him for and dead. I've left him for dead <laughs> so uh, no I think that's absolutely what will happen yeah right at the very end of episode six. Oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. I mean that's how it has to end yeah um, and I think Obi-Wan is going to bait him into that battle as a last ditch effort to throw a smoke screen into Vader finding out about Leia or Luke or Luke yeah which I would be like my favorite lightsaber battle is actually a fan made lightsaber battle. Oh uh, my it, gosh. Is that it the redone one? one? The, redone the redone one? one? Oh, yeah, so flipping good. Like if it's even half as good as that, I'll be happy. I don't know. I, and I don't know who originally did it, but by far the best lightsaber battle ever. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just so visceral. It, it uses, it, it uses the environment of the death star to great effect. Like, you know, they're right. going through hallways and then like ventilator shafts. Like it's, and it's so super good. aggressive. Oh, absolutely. Like, like that's you the get, fight you would expect from Vader with like, dark side guys, hate. Right. These guys hate each other. Um, well, or, Anakin, Va- Anakin hates Obi-Wan. Yeah. Anakin hates Obi-Wan. And, uh, right. It, like, it's just, that's how you, ex- that's how I expect Vader to fight. Oh yeah, there's, well I mean, there's nothing. It felt like the hallway scene it. from Rogue One. Yeah, right. it's just pure visceral it's just, power, double-handed right. style. I don't care how much uh, collateral damage I do; like I'm just right. here to kill you. Like, yeah, that's right. Vader. It's like your mad older brother beating up all of his young siblings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> With a red like, light. Like you can do whatever you want, but there's nothing that you're gonna do to stop me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you had uh, you had one more question, or was what that all? Order- uh, what if Order sixty six just straight up failed? <laughs> like the Jedi just defeat all the clone troopers? Yeah, but Palpatine's still in power. Huh. But but the Je- but enough Jedi survive. And it doesn't have to be like, an active right. rebellion. Right. Huh. Well, I mean, the the mastery of Order sixty six is that it really was the only way you're going to take down all the Jedi, which is to separate right. them from each other. And <laughs> surround them by an otherwise loyal sentient uh, army. Right. I mean, because the Jedi connect with the living force, so they're not going to see it coming. Right. Because I mean, you know, like they've become friends with these people. Like that's the tragedy, and you see it way more in the way that the Clone Wars, and especially uh, season seven with Ahsoka. Like okay. it, it wasn't just a uh, a murder. I mean, it was a betrayal. Because, I mean, right. these soldiers, even if they didn't mean it, because, I mean, it's it's the chip that's implanted in their brain. Right. I mean, these were their friends. Like, many Jedi knew them by name, not just number. Um, and granted, I mean, there's exceptions. They all looked exactly the same. But, uh, you know, they, they, they were people that they were fighting with, and then they get shot right. by them. 
Um, I, I think if they were to survive, uh, obviously there would have been some sort of concerted effort to take down Palpatine. Um, sure. Now, when you say failed, like no one dies, like they just all no, survive. I'm like you can't say no, no, like well, let's say botched. So, so you know, you only have yeah. a fifty percent success rate. Right. I think the the Empire is still going to form, and they're all still going to have allegiance to Palpatine. Um, I think you would have seen a much sooner rise of the rebellion. Um, okay, but at the same time, like I think you have Anakin doing a lot more, like just straight up, right? All right, I'm gonna go kill some dudes. Yeah, but w- when you consider that the the Jedi that survive, like the the reason that Palpatine took out those Jedi masters so quickly was partially the element of surprise, right? For sure. Yes, some power, but also the element of surprise. Um, if if you've got enough masters going up against Anakin and mm-hmm. are prepared, I'm not saying Anakin will win easily, but at least it'll be a fight. And then when you throw right. in the fact that, all right, you've got hundreds of Jedi in on this, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think it would be at least a, a civil war worthy of mention. Well, it's, it's also one of those within the empire leaning more heavily into technology, could the Jedi be organized enough to leverage technology in order to help stop them? Cause really it's like with the death star, like would they have enough well, people? I, I also wondered like, all right, so if the Jedi survive order 66, at that point, the separatists are going to figure out really quickly that they've been played do the Jedi form up with the separatists? Because now it's it really is like the rebel systems. <laughs> or is it a versus, triad war? Yeah, or is it a triad war? Who knows? Um, but, I mean, even in... Uh, they explore this a little bit more in the Clone Wars TV show. But not all of the separatists are just the, like, Machiavellian villain-looking people. Like, okay, those sure. people are clearly evil. Look how weird they look. Like, right. some of them were systems that were just like, we don't think the Republic works. I mean, it wasn't sure. like, we're here for tyranny, and we believe in power and control. Like, just leave so, us alone. Some, yeah, some systems are like, you know what? I mean, it's kind of like NATO. Some people are like, you know what? We're kind of fine. We've got our own economy. We don't need the Republic. Like, we right. really don't want someone to come in. We can in sustain and, and, ourselves. Yeah, we really don't want someone coming in and telling us we have to be a part of this group. Right. And sorry, not sorry. Like, like, so, I mean, there were some separatist systems that were more like that, not the hee-hee-hee power right. and control. Like, they, not all of them were like that. So, uh, you know, maybe the Jedi would have paired up with them, and that would have been, you know, you would have had a lot more just-add-water rebellion on your hands. Sure. Uh, sure, sure. But, but I think Order 66 is not only a, a masterstroke in strategy on Palpatine's part, uh, yeah. But for George Lucas, it's also a really convenient way to get rid of all of these Jedi that you've just introduced in the short right. span of the time that Luke and Leia have to grow up and be born, and, like and minutes, the galaxy right? has yeah. forgotten about the Jedi. Yeah, because I will is... say, when, whenever I go to a restaurant and my receipt is Order sixty six, I get a little yes. Angry. Oh, absolutely. I'm like yeah. Order sixty six. Order sixty six. Absolutely. I mean, you can't not do that. Like, yeah, it's the little things in life. Well, Kevin. Those were some fun questions. Thank you for yeah, thank you and they're for pretty elementary, but along. at the same time, like you can do, you can go pretty deep. Well, we talked for over an hour on just elementary questions. So right, <laughs> right, and, and, and if we Aaron probably was, could have talked longer. Was, and if Aaron was here, was we here. would we would only be through question number two. Probably, probably. But uh, that that Joker is about to go off to the Bahamas, have a good yeah. old time. And uh, we got to get him here on season three. We got to talk some Star Wars. A lot of stuff we happened did. in Celebration. So I got to yeah. talk Skeleton Crew, like Jude Law coming into the Star Wars universe. What is so this? So that's another thing? thing. Like, I haven't researched Celebrations too much at all yet. Dude, <laughs> what didn't come out of Celebration? But but I will add with what I know of Celebration, and I am a bigger, generally speaking, Marvel fan than Star Wars fans. However,. I do not like the direction that the MCU is going at all. Nor do I. Um, at all. Um, I don't want to spoil too much about Doctor Strange because you haven't seen it yet. Listen, um, it comes out July 3rd. I think it's the, 3rd, it think, comes out think, the same yeah. day that Thor, Love and Thunder come out. Well yeah, done, good. Disney. Well done, Disney. Um, right. I will so watch it. Watch it then. There's one. There's a couple things that um, some, very much cement some thoughts that I've had. 
again, best death scene I've seen in a movie in a very long time. Um, but Star Wars is very much more intriguing. I think they're doing it a lot of things better than the MCU right now. Um, I think they're starting to figure it out. And I think Obi-Wan is a good example of that because this is the first series where they had the same director for every episode. Yes. The other Funny how a consistent vision helps with a better right. story. <laughs> yeah. The other little crazy nuance thing that I noticed on Obi-Wan, the title, like this is a, the font nerd, design nerd in me. The eye at the end of Kenobi is, his is lightsaber. a lightsaber. Is a lightsaber. It's his lightsaber. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. I saw that when they came out with the teaser and I was like, you have me sold. Listen, yeah. Star Wars text game is on freaking point. If right. you have not seen the title design for Andor, yeah, its use sweet. of negative space is incredible. Right. And Ahsoka... Oh my I haven't word. seen. I don't know if I've. Well, I don't remember. Ahsoka's look look up the title sure font for Ahsoka. I mean, it feels like a star chart. Like it's beautiful. So yeah. I don't know who's involved in the graphic design over there at Lucasfilm right now, but uh, applause, sir or ma'am, whoever you might be. Yeah. Because I am here for it. But yeah, uh, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Speaking of being here for it, if you have enjoyed listening to us ramble about Star Wars, come join our patrons. We get to have our own channel on Discord. Oftentimes, they'll join us on the show. This is actually the first show in a while we've not had any patrons ride along. That, that is true. Uh, like, and and you, you get um, bonus episodes every week, usually like three to four yep. bonus episodes a month. Yep, some bonus episodes. And uh, then, you know you know what? Don't want to be a patron? Just join our Discord. We have a lot of yeah. fun on there sharing That's memes. That's free. Sharing, sharing our thoughts when an episode drops, of whether of Obi-Wan or whatever MCU flavors come out that week. So come on, join us. Or whatever else comes out. It's just a lot of Star Wars right now. Thank but you. hey, we have Disney plenty of Star Wars to tackle in the future. So may the Force be with you, and we will catch you later, Daggum Nerds. See ya. Game over.